This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I am your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. And we read their scripts for you here in studio. Today we are joined by Steve Agee. Steve, thank you for being here. Thanks, man. I'm uh, excited to do this. We were talking uh, a little bit before we got going about, and we're going to, in, we just got into talking about Indiana Jones. Yeah. And so we're going to get back to that a little bit too. Okay, good. And then you, uh, let me make sure we get all the scripts and everything. You have never seen American Werewolf in London. I haven't seen a lot of movies. You haven't seen a lot of yeah, movies. There was a whole bunch I had to choose from. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to do your script. We're going to talk a little bit uh, about it. We're going to, but first we want to do, we want to tease a game that we play. Oh, and we're also joined in studio by Todd Sklar. Todd. Hello. uh, You guys may remember Todd from Dunkirk. Uh, the only episode ever prompt a meme from our podcast. Oh, what was the meme? Uh, you got Dunkirked. <laughs> then people just started sending us gifts. It's pretty good. I never, uh, I appreciated that. It's the coolest <laughs> I've ever felt where people were like, look what I made for your thing. I'm still not entirely sure how memes work, but I like that I have one. <laughs> I, know I don't either. I don't understand them. I don't get them. Back in my day, they used to just be called Photoshopped. You know, yeah, like you Photoshop or, yeah. a dick in your friend's face. I, oh, yeah. And, I think that's it's just repetition. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. funny because of repetition eventually. It's just a um, a viral Photoshop. Yes. That's what a meme is, yeah. I guess. Adobe's I behind know. it all. Yep. <laughs> just to sell more copies yep. of Photoshop. That's, that's the doing. best oh, thing I learned in, in school was Photoshop. I would not disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time playing around with Photoshop. And then the oh. school offered free classes. Oh, yep. wow. And I, now I can do it, and I make these posters for the show. That's it's one of awesome. my favorite things. It, yeah. It's the only thing I've applied from college. That, that's the only thing I've applied from college. The only thing I applied from high school is typing. I took typing in, mm-hmm. in high school. Wow. And it was the turned out to be the greatest class I ever took. I'm so jealous right now. My I didn't have typing in high school or Photoshop in college, and I feel so you? behind. Only 34. I think I just took the wrong classes. Maybe. I think typing was may have been done by then. I was not a very good student. We had. I was uh, definitely. Uh, I spent a lot of time not yeah, in school. What do you? I I knew you when you were done thinking of going to school. Oh yes, in college. Uh, thinking of going. There was to a, there was a given point where it was just like, why are we even doing this anymore? I had a, a Mavis Beacon. I remember Mavis Beacon was a big typing thing, and it was all about having your hands properly in the home row. Oh yes, and I am then, a Jack uh, Salad. A S G F 
ASGFJKL semicolon space. Yes. Yeah. And QWERTY UIO. ASDFJK. ASDF. What a great thing. I did take that class. I do remember this now. All we had to do was remind you of some letters of the alphabet. All we had to do was put a typewriter in front of you. It might have been like an autism thing. I might have just like a call that got me there. That was good. Analog computers. Yeah, yeah. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. I do remember Oregon Trail. It was truly, I think I was too young to be tricking my friends into getting syphilis, but there we were. It's incredible how many diseases I know about only because of the Oregon Trail. And they just let you play. Dysentery. Yeah. I played it instead of a school dance one time. I think like a that's uh, the right choice. A mixer or something in eighth grade, maybe Sounds we had those right. old apples, and you'd go play on there. And then they were like, "You can either be at the dance," and they're smart, and they're like, "Or you know, you can go to the computer lab." <laughs> <laughs> My friend once uh, turned down going over to this girl's house when her parents were away. She called him to tell him her parents were out of town and wanted to ask if he wanted to come over, and uh, he turned her down to stay home and watch Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Playing hard to get. This will never be on again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had, uh, when I was in high school, I had a friend convince me to go, the first time I'd ever been to a stand-up comedy show, I bailed on going to a court-warming dance with a girl to go to a stand-up court comedy show. It's where the girl asked the guy. Oh. I think that, like, the Sadie Hawkins type Sadie of Hawkins, one. Sadie Hawkins, yeah. And I, I didn't go to it to instead go to a stand-up show, and it was Mitch Hedberg like three weeks before Nailed he passed it. away. Oh, nice and good just job. Like, oh, wow. This couldn't have... She's st- this girl's still alive to this day, probably. <laughs> I um, hope so. Still asking <laughs> dudes yeah. out. Still yeah. asking and getting turned down for Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> yeah, now it's Post a little more insulting when I turn her down to go see Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> you're watching on your computer. That's good, though. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a smart choice. Um, it in, that's, the mo- that's a very hindsight choice. Um, all right, so we're going to tease the game that we play on the podcast called Guess What Movie Trailer. Kyle's dad is describing oh, having so had only heard the Watch Children something movie. Um, we got to – I don't know if we're – it's got to just be a bit that there's no title for it at this point. But, <laughs> for the name of the game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's perfect. Think, yeah. Um, but it, it really kills it when you try and tweet out a description of the episode and all of your <laughs> games are 600 letters long. You should honestly think about having your dad – like commentary style, watch an entire movie with a mic and yeah. like do the, the I had commentary. an idea for doing idea. that with the second half of the next Infinity War movie. So it'll be like he's never seen a single Marvel movie and then take him to the uh, the summation of 40 movies coming together That's and just fantastic. have my dad. Uh, maybe oh, even have him come to L.A. and we can do like a live. God. Everyone can. We'll try and get a theater. Like see if the Vista will have Ky- watched oh, with Kyle's dad this movie. That's amazing. Because then there's 300 hours of movies he hasn't. He doesn't know what Thor is. No. You could do it at the downtown independent. That would be so fun. Yeah. I love that place. Yeah. Uh, but I, that's kind of where I'm, I think it would be fun. Or my, the, the, the running thing is the last time my dad went to a movie theater was to see Space Jam. <laughs> and so now that no. another Space Jam he is coming good. out. After that, he was like, you know what? I'm good. That's he, all I need. He doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> yeah. he, he, a lot of people, I mean, the new Space Jam was just like confirmed. Uh, was Ryan Coogler is directing it? Oh, really? And LeBron James. By I think the way, I said. never saw Space Jam. Never saw Space Jam. Nope. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not going to hold I up. hate cartoons in live action movies. Oh, yeah. I also never saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's the only one that that's good. You should watch that. Yeah. That one's not like you think it is. It's a good, good movie. I won't even watch that Paula Abdul music video. 
straight up telling with the Chester Cheeto? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't, even, I, don't even watch, I don't even watch Geico commercials. No. They never <laughs> fuck that shit. Uh, so I think we're going to build to something because it's fun. Th- something with him. He's just too. He's yeah, just too it's fun. a that's a gold mine. Uh, so here's today's guess what movie trailer Carl's Day is describing. We're just gonna give a few seconds. To, I haven't edited this one yet, so we might have some noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she finally made it. The dream place. We'll get back to it at the end. <laughs> Can I say that all, all the times of being on this podcast and listening to this podcast, my favorite thing is his okay beforehand every time. Like, that's my favorite thing ever. He just he has to prepare himself to do this. I think it's about setting the By the stage. way, is that teaser from the very beginning of his watching the trailer? That's or is the that beginning of the trailer. In... That's Jesus the first Christ. beginning of the trailer. She's already in the dream place. Um, yeah. So we will uh, we'll get back to it here at the end. We got a, a, a jam packed episode of of stuff to do so let's let's talk about uh an american werewolf in london never saw it never saw it we'll go ahead and we're gonna you can cast it up here yeah for let's us. cast let me cast it up oh i wrote down all the parts and i'll uh, just so i remember okay so i will do the main part and um kyle if you will be the cab driver cab driver uh Todd, will you be the child? Oh, easy. Kyle, woman. Woman. Todd, guard one. Um. Kyle, be guard two. Love it. Uh, Todd, be Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, I get to do my wonderful British accent once I tr- again. I truly love when a massive spoiler is landed in the casting. I know. It's, I, I don't even care. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, you be Prince Charles. Okay. And uh, I will be news anchor one, and uh, Todd be news anchor two. Cool. All right. Oh, let's grab some instruments. Oh, yeah. I'll do a shaker. Yeah, shaker. This is a big... Oh, I love those things. No, I'll just do shaker. I can't read and do more things. My microphone hasn't been by my mouth for a minute. There we go. I'll be thunderstick and uh, what's this tambourine? (laughs) Tambourine, mini tam. All right, we ready? Ready. All right. Exterior Heathrow Airport, early evening. Travelers bustle in and out of the busy terminal. Off camera, we hear a voice yell, Taxi! A cab pulls up and stops. We reveal Michael J. Fox, dressed as his character from Teen Wolf, standing (laughs) curbside. In fact, it is his character from Teen Wolf. Interior, taxi, continuous. Michael J. Fox jumps in. Hello, can you please take me to London? Sure thing, governor. Anywhere specific in London. Actually, yes. Uh, let me find the address. He starts digging through his his bag as the cab pulls away and out onto the highway. Is it always this cold and gloomy here? Indeed it is, sir. This is England after all. Exterior London Bridge, night. We see the cab driving across the bridge into downtown London, England. <laughs> Interior cab, continuous. Well, would you look at that? Look at what? It's a full moon. 
Oh, you gotta be kidding me. What, is there a problem? Exterior, cab, continuous. As the cab drives along the busy London streets, we hear a guttural scream come from inside. The cab driver starts to swerve out of control. People run to jump out of the way of it as it jumps onto the, the sidewalk and then crashes into Big Ben. After a beat, the cab bursts into flames. From inside the fiery wreckage, Michael J. Fox emerges in full Teen Wolf form. He addresses a crowd of British onlookers. Oh, sorry about that tower, folks. Um, I have a medical condition. He howls at the moon and bolts off into the night. Nearby, a woman stands on the street corner looking at the fiery scene. A small child holds her hand. In his other hand, uh, he holds a string fastened to a balloon. Mom, what was that? An American, darling. The child lets go of the string and the balloon floats <laughs> off into the night, signifying the child's loss of innocence. His reality is shattered. From this day forward, he will question everything and trust nobody. He will most likely end up in a string of failed relationships and probably uh, addicted to hard drugs. <laughs> Exterior, Buckingham Palace later. Two guards stand watch outside the Queen's castle. Just another boring night on the job. Hey, Richmond. Yes, Simon. What's the worst thing you've never done? Uh, once when I was 12 years old, I snuck into my parents' room with a cricket bat while they were sleeping. Suddenly, <laughs> Teen Wolf runs up. Excuse me? <laughs> hey, we're having a conversation here. Without warning, Teen Wolf slashes Guard 2's throat with one swipe of his paw. He then jumps over the gate with ease and disappears into the palace. Oh my god! Richmond! Guard 2 lays on the ground, slowly bleeding out. Guard, guard 1 kneels at his side and cradles him in his arms. Richmond struggles to speak, but he's slowly losing consciousness. Richmond! Quick! What did your parents, what did you do to your parents? I must know. Guard 2's eyes roll into the back of his head as he gurgles his last breath of air. Jesus Christ, Richmond, please! What did you do to your parents? Did you kill them with a cricket bat? <laughs> Interior Buckingham Palace continue, <laughs> continuous. We see Queen Elizabeth sitting on the couch eating a corn dog and chasing it down with a delicious doctor... <laughs> A delicious Dr. Pepper. She's watching Project Runway. <sighs> Fuck you, Heidi Klum. Just then the door busts open. Teen Wolf runs in. I beg your pardon. I'm trying to watch the telly. I'm sorry, Your Majesty. I, I really am, but it's, it's a full moon and I must feast on the blood of mortal man. Fuck you, asshole. Oh, like I said, I'm sorry. He lunges at the queen. She jumps off the couch and hops up on the wall and runs across it like Carrie Ann Moss in the opening scene of The Matrix. Teen Wolf is disoriented by her speed and agility. The queen lands on the floor behind Teen Wolf and she kicks him in the back of the head. He stumbles forward, spins around, and takes a swipe at her with his powerful hairy clawed hand. The queen stops his hand with hers effortlessly. She bends his thumb, thumb backward, breaking it. The teen wolf screams, Oh my god, you fucking bitch! You're fucking with the wrong person, boy. The queen pulls up her skirt, revealing she has a large knife strapped to her thigh. <laughs> she pulls it out of the strap and stabs teen wolf in the stomach. <laughs> Fuck! Teen wolf... Teen Wolf? Teen Wolf falls to the floor. Just then, Prince Charles comes running into the room. Mom, are you okay? I thought I heard screaming. He notices the bloody werewolf on the floor and faints. 
We zoom in on his crotch as a puddle of piss grows underneath him. <laughs> Interior, London General Hospital the next day. We are close up on a pair of closed eyes. As they slowly open, we pull back to reveal it's Michael J. Fox, now back in his human form, laying in a hospital bed. Off camera, we hear a, a voice. Well, look who's awake. He looks over to see it's Queen Elizabeth carrying flowers. Oh, what happened? You gave us all quite a scare. Oh, no. Did I? Yes, Michael. You turned into a werewolf last night and tried to kill me. Fuck, I'm sorry. It just happens, you know? Every time there's a full moon. Don't worry. I get it. You do? Sure. I dated a werewolf in college. I think the real question here is, why is there an American werewolf in London? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. Elton John is recording a new album, and he flew me out to record some hand claps. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it is pretty cool, isn't it? Well, if you need a ride, I'm heading back to the castle and Elton Studios on the way. Oh, it wouldn't be too much trouble? Oh, heavens no. It's the least I could do. After all, I did stab you in the stomach and break your thumb. Well then, let's get the fuck out of here. Hospitals give me the creeps. As they walk out of the room, (laughs) we pan up to the television on the wall. There's a local news broadcast underway. Authorities say the structural damage to Big Ben is so bad they're going to have to tear down the 200-year-old landmark. Sad news indeed, Michael. In other news, Prince Charles apparently got spooked last night, fainted, and pissed himself. Again? Ha ha ha. They both laugh. Ha 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 Exterior London later, we see an aerial shot of Michael J. Fox on the back of Queen Elizabeth's motorcycle with his arms around her waist as they zip off into the into the setting sun. Back in time by Huey Lewis and the News starts to play as we fade out. The end. <laughs> Is that pretty much like the actual movie? I would like to say, as the only person here who has seen American Wealth in London, that is 100 times better than that movie. <laughs> That's, That's good. a good movie. Don't get me wrong. But that was easily a better adaptation. Oh, my God. I love this song. It's a great song. I don't know how much. Are we allowed to just play other songs? I think if anybody would be okay with it, Huey is down. It's a free yeah. podcast. I think you can. And we'd already referenced news. TJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What an interesting music video. Oh, this is a good music video. All of his hits, those music videos are pretty interesting. Running around a pier, jumping on various boats. A pier? Is that true? Yeah. And now he's on a boat drinking a coffee. Okay, I'm turning my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Huey Lewis is here. (laughs) The news is nowhere to be found. Um, I love that. I have never, what I've never gotten about, I haven't seen any. Is this have to do with the American Werewolf in Paris? Is this a series? That was a sequel. Yeah, yeah that was a. I actually, I mean, this is embarrassing to say, but one of the one of the downsides to being a child of the '90s, I saw the sequel, American Werewolf in Paris, first, first and that is not a good movie. No. That is a very unfortunate thing that happened. But this is like a classic. It is, but I, I, this is also not a popular comment, but I think that the movies that this movie inspired are a lot better than this movie. Like you wouldn't have Beetlejuice or you wouldn't have any Edgar Wright movies if there wasn't American Werewolf in London, but. The movie itself doesn't quite hold up as much as I would like personally, especially to what we just read. That's definitely better, <laughs> hands down. Uh, I, I like anything that has the the queen just be like a complete like like a militant badass. It's is a so great fun. concept. Like, she's the queen. She is the queen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the Kingsman movies are about, but I like to think maybe this I think is they're probably about that same thing. Yeah. <laughs> they should be. They definitely should be. Um, so we we you were saying that there's like a lot. You haven't like a lot has missed. You've missed yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh, do you? What do you? Do you keep up with? And we're talking about like an onslaught of TV and and all this sort of stuff. Do you keep up with anything? 
Um, is, is there anything you're watching week to week? Yeah, I'm currently watching Better Call Saul. Okay. But I haven't seen any of, like, uh, Handmaid's Tale or um, uh, Black Mirror. I, I, yeah. I just... Do you feel, I don't have yeah. TV also. I, I have Apple TV, so I, I usually am renting or... Yeah. I bought Better Call Saul, but I'm, it's a lot of Netflix. So I feel like immediately I'm behind hundreds of hours on things. And oh, that's yeah. just too daunting oh, yeah. to get into something. Yeah, for sure. And and it even used to, stuff you want to see that you're excited about. It's just like, oh, I don't even have time to watch stuff that like five years ago I would be like waiting months for it to come out, like anticipating the date. And now it's like there's things that like I am so glad that they exist in the world that I haven't watched from like three years ago. It yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe, specifically with Better Call Saul, I was like, this seems like they're rushing into the because Breaking Bad is just as good as it gets for me. I loved it so much. and So good. I was like, I can't believe they're rushing into this prequel. I hope it's not like a money grab type of thing, which didn't strike me as something no. that, that uh, Vince Gilligan would do. Right. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, this is incredible and different. Yeah. It was such a it's such an interesting and I'm I'm a little bit behind. And they also kind of have to rush into it because these are all older people That's true. <laughs> playing, playing younger, younger versions, versions of themselves. So That's like, interesting. It's like uh, the guy who plays Mike is like getting really old, so they got to kind of do yeah. this. Yeah, and he's supposed to be six or seven years younger at the beginning <laughs> yeah. of Better Call Saul than he was at the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah, I didn't know that was a pre. I've never seen Better Call Saul. I didn't realize that was a prequel. It is. That's awesome. It's the origin story of. Uh, Which also something that lots of times when there's just a straight up origin story, I'm just like, well, do we need this? I kind of don't mind there not being ones. I yeah. I can just trust that they existed in the world before the. But this is so good. This oh is so God, specific yeah. and so good and all the. Awesome. It, 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 I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. It, it is, and this is a show. A show my parents watch. Is really? really the one my dad oh, wow. has seen? He see he watched Breaking Bad once. Uh, we showed him how to get to it on Netflix, and it's one of those <laughs> get, things like get to it. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, your mom and I started watching Breaking Bad," and then two weeks later, he's like, "Yeah, Breaking Bad was pretty good." And I was like, "You watched all of it?" And I just started rewatching it because of Better Call Saul. I'm like, "Oh, I want to kind of see," so I'm trying to time it out because I don't think he shows up until season two of Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah. I'm sure of it. I, I just finished season one, and he's not in it. Yeah, but. it's sometime in season two he shows up when he's talking. Yeah. About, what a great, what a great character. What a fun thing to see comedians do too. Oh yeah, that makes me so happy. Yeah, Fatum's Fadum, uh, on that show too. Josh Fatum's on, yes, which yes. is like the best. So is Joe DeRosa. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a really good call. Yeah, I uh, I always think about this when we because because you've been in like a lot of TV shows. Uh-huh. Do you watch the stuff that you've been in? <laughs> um. I'll watch a little bit of it and then I have to turn it off because I really I feel weird. <laughs> I feel so I feel so fake watching. I'm like, uh, I can tell that I'm acting. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't like watching it. It's such a and 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 then what about like like when you write something or when you you act in something, you're done with it for so long before you see it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and a lot of times you'll watch it and. Not even fucking remember yeah. doing it. That's awesome. Like, That's I, so fun. <laughs> That's is, that better, awesome. is that better than like an immediate turnaround of like, I just did this? I don't mind that. Yeah. I In fact, I'm on uh, the uh, season four of Superstore starts tonight and I was in the this episode and, and we sh- shot it like two months ago and I remember nothing about it. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I'm, I'll tweet about it, but. 
am I supposed to tweet that? I think I may only have like one line. To it. <laughs> I think I'm in a little bit of like a small scene. And then I like went back and found the script. And I'm like, oh, I'm in a whole bunch of this shit. I don't remember doing any of it. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I smoked too much weed. It'd also I think. be a weird way to uh, tweet and then maybe you get cut out of it. And you're like, everyone check this out. And then everyone's like, why? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I had that happen with Awful yeah. Nice when we premiered. There was an actor who got cut out of the movie. And it was like last minute, like week before we premiered. And he tweeted about the premiere. And I felt so oh, bad. Oh, no. I felt so oh, bad. Oh, no. It's truly for him will be a premiere. Oh, yes. Uh, he gets to go watch a whole movie yep. that he has nothing to do with. Uh, and just enjoy a movie, you know? Yep. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I, you know, not much, don't do much acting or anything. I always, but I, I struggle to suspend my disbelief if I know the person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if you're like that. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, even, it, it, like, the someone like uh, Bob Odenkirk is, like, the right amount of distance where I can, and he's so good. I get, we keep talking about, like, Better Call Saul. Yeah. But that's, like, you know, he's, I'm not friends with him. I, yeah, yeah. But it's someone I've met, and that's at least enough, the perfect amount of distance where I can be, like, well, you can still just completely disappear into this thing. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, if other people that I, if I really know you and it's a more dramatic thing, it's hard for me sometimes. Dram- drama, for sure. Like, if I see my comedy friends in something, I can totally appreciate it and get lost in it. But, yeah, when I see them in, a like, a drama, it's, like, really bizarre. Yeah, and that's always weird because my favorite things are comedians in dramatic roles. Oh, yeah. For sure. Almost, Great. like, almost like Groundhog Day. I mean, I know Groundhog Day is funny, but I always, it's more, to me, it's, like, still a heavier thing with more weight. Or, like, The yeah. Truman Show. Yeah. Or, like, these these uh, actors. Well, these, speaking of Breaking yeah. Bad, Bill Burr yeah. was in oh, yeah. Breaking Bad. <laughs> what a dream role where it's like, do you want to come on and fall on a pile of money? On the, on the best show I don't show know how history. much money he made on that, but, like, you want to just... Do a part in this yeah. Do, the best you, show on TV. Yeah, Todd, have you seen? Bra- is it? I don't. Even That's know my you, biggest. Never seen. Okay. It. Uh, yeah, I mean, he. There is an episode where he literally sleeps on a pile of money. Yes. <laughs> With uh, Lavelle Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a couple comedians in a scene sleeping on a pile of money. I'm like, what a dream. That's ideal. What a dream. There's this. I'm gonna. I champion this on the show. The new season of Fargo, which I love. The show mm. Fargo. Oh yeah. So much. Tremendous show. It's taking place in Kansas City, which is where I'm from. Wait, like the, they're doing. They're doing a right Kansas now, City mob. Really? Season and Chris Rock is playing a mob boss. Really? Fuck. If anyone who listens to the show knows anything, I want to die on the show. <laughs> I want to be an extra, and Me I want to die. Just. 
kill me on the show. I'll come on and tell you what Kansas City is like because, you know, I'm sure you can't Google it and find out way more than I <laughs> they know. They put Key and Peele in the first season. Yeah, they were right? too. And they were yeah. great. Yeah. Just, and give them lines. I'm no, I'm no Key or Peele. Uh, um, and you know they both had Ozark, decent though. years. Kill me in the show. Ozark, yeah. I Kill feel like me Ozark in the show. Having, I made a movie in the Ozarks, and I feel like you probably made, felt the same way from being around there. It's just like I should get to come down there and like direct a scene of this, or and or even just be on it and die. Just I don't die, even act, but like let I kill know me. people let me are be a get, Let me be who gets shot in the diner to prompt. The, I for awesome. fifteen years have been telling my agents and managers. Just to get me on one of those like Law and Order CSI shows (laughs) where the show opens on my dead face on the ground as they pull the the coroner pulls pulls the blanket over my face. I'll just be a dead body. I don't care. That's all I want. Me too. Is to just be, I don't care. Chris Rock doesn't even have to be in the scene. <sighs> just anything to let me die under the Western Auto building sign in downtown Kansas City. And let me prompt. You know what? Let me just be someone who dies that no one cares about. I, Wait, I don't even have to be what prompts a change in the plot. <laughs> are they Every- doing? Uh, are they doing like seventies mob Kansas City or like present day? No, like seventies. Oh my like period god! Piece I can't Kansas wait City for this because it's Fargo. So I forgot yeah. Kansas City was a huge mob. It's uh, sort of where everyone not shown everyone, in cinema. Yeah. Like no one has told that story. It's and only it's such a good town for that. Still, like, you hear about it in casino, mob movies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah he's going down stuff. to Kansas City. Yep. And, uh, it's where it's where the richest of the rich who didn't want to be involved in day to day would just stay. Oh yeah, and the pipeline and, to Vegas. That's yeah. the biggest thing ever. Like that's like you could not have oh. Vegas happen without Kansas City. Right. Boy, Tremendous. I was just in Vegas last weekend and it was, what a fucking disaster. <laughs> it's so I was there for the first time last week. You oh, were there? Right. Last I forgot week. that yeah. was your first time. When were you there? For this life is beautiful. I was doing stand up at this music festival. Were you No. What what day were you there? Um I was there Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, the same. Fuck. I was there. No, I was there. Sorry, that was I was there the twenty first, twenty second, twenty third. Wait, so did you make it week. to Ellis Island? Uh, Ellis Island? Yeah. No, that's. Oh. I think that's in New York. No, the karaoke place I was talking oh, about. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> oh. No, because we were there so late every night, and then it was just that's w- twenty four hours though. Yeah, I know, dude. That's... It is the best place. That to everybody who is listening. To Ellis this, Island. Ellis Island karaoke. It's one of the shittiest casinos. Do they assign you a new Vegas. name when you it's get like there? And off the strip, like only one street though. And I was telling him like the last time I was there, I saw a guy who offered me and my friend acid, and we turned it down. She said, all right, I'll just do it all then. Just did three hits of acid. Four hours later, his song comes on, and he's singing Highway to Hell by ACDC. And, like, you could tell, like, 13, 14 seconds into singing, this guy thought he was in the song. And he was in hell, started freaking out, literally pulled a knife on the karaoke jockey, the KJ. She tackled him down. Whoa. Bartender came over, disarmed him. They wrestled around, and then, like, just like buddies, they just kind of like got up, brushed himself off, didn't kick him out, let him finish his song. Didn't kick out the guy with a knife. With a, to, see, they confiscated the knife, but there was no penalty for what he did. Let him finish the song, and then they're just drinking. I was like, that's a real, that bar is the best bar in America. It's incredible. I had, uh, I thought Vegas is just so interesting. It's so, I was there in kind of like a fantasy world. You know, if you're there, I'm there like doing telling jokes at a music festival so i don't think i actually saw las vegas i left a hotel and walked to uh all enclosed all-inclusive music festival you know what i mean that could be anywhere yeah yeah it being in vegas didn't have much to do with what was going on except for walking down fremont i think it was fremont street the covered led lights with like a hundred dollars you can zip line 30 feet looks amazing it looks so fun i was so (laughs) close it It looks really fun and then they're like uh uh, it was just very bizarre it was funny i was like uh, I was staying in that hotel that the movie The Hangover was shot in. 
Caesars. And uh, uh, not those parts. The ones with the uh, that they Golden Nugget Plaza. Oh, it's nice. like all the light bulbs straight above them in the parking pickup. And I didn't think it was the one from the Hangover, but then I saw. Uh, all they sold were T-shirts from The Hangover. So, I mean, I just was like, maybe yeah, if you this go is in it. Any of the gift shops in—that—that's really funny. If you go in any of the gift shops in Caesar's Palace, there are tons of Zach Galifianakis with the little baby. Oh, like yeah, yeah. Shirt. And he's the only one. Like they don't have <laughs> shirts with Bradley Whitford on them, or it's Ed just Helms all missing a tooth. None any of, of it. these. Great. It's all Zach. It's all Zach. That's great. Uh, it. I don't know. Vegas didn't seem like a real world to me. It's, I'd never been there. And, oh my god! And it seems so bizarre and interesting, and and there's weird battling, it's exhausting bands from different eras, and the 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 discrepancy of street performer quality was insane. Oh yeah. I'll say this Saturday. This past Saturday night playing live on Fremont Street for free right on one of those little stages on the side of the street. Yeah. Rat. Nice. <laughs> With special guest Sebastian Bach of Skid Row. What? <laughs> singing, singing rat songs or doing Skid Row songs? Skid Row songs. Fuck, yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That Boy, he didn't he he broke some lady's face and didn't do any jail time, right? Sebastian Bach? Not yeah, on Saturday. He? I don't... Well, hey, we don't know. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Yeah, I He's the one he it. threw a bottle at some guy. Some guy threw a bottle at him. He caught it, like Matrix style, and threw it back at the guy, but missed it. Hit a girl in front of him, like oh. broke her face. I think Axel Rose killed a guy, like ran her over, but Whoa. Sebastian Bach smashed the lady's face. But that's the 80s, right? I, I don't know. So. Do we have to have some sort of, like, disclaimer that we don't... Uh, could you your, Sebastian your, Bach right now. saying that this Apologies uh, that to is a murderer? Wrong. Uh, um, I don't know. No, I, Axel definitely killed the guy. I do remember the wow. uh, Kansas City. Maybe this is what the Fargo season is about. Well, that'd be incredible. <laughs> but the, Axel Rose killing no, guy? No, no. The, Can- the Kansas City Royals mascot is a, a lion with a crown on named yeah. Slugger. Yeah. And one time he, he, with a hot dog cannon, shot someone in the eye and blinded them with a <laughs> hot dog. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and there was legitimately a court case uh, that was like, Kyle Ayers versus Slugger, and it has like nine R's. Oh my god! <laughs> he had to go the and defend himself. Uh, so I don't know if, Far- if Fargo's looking for like a, a B plot, like a B story. That's good. Maybe it's this uh, modern day influence of maybe Slugger finds the hot dog cannon in a briefcase. I bet someone gets fed to p- some pigs in, uh, <laughs> in the Kansas City. <laughs> mascot bloopers are very underrated. I remember there was one where like the Philadelphia Phillies mascot like broke his ankle. He was on rollerblades, getting dragged by. He was blading. Like, but doing it like uh, jet ski style with yeah. an ATV, and they're like dragging him around the diamond, and he broke his ankle, and then they kept dragging him. And he's getting dragged around, but also he has this because the mascot face is on his giant smile, and you know this guy's in so much pain. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Mascot um, bloopers are great. They're they're up there with um, people fainting at weddings. Oh, bloopers. Yeah. I get into. Yes. I always remember. I heard this one uh, story about. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Scott Adsit, who I think is just the funniest. Best, yeah. And when he was in the uh, Second City, and it might not have been him, but how it was told to me, I'm pretty sure. He was on the Second City main stage around that time where it's like everyone who was on 30 Rock was on the Second City main stage. <laughs> yeah, together. yeah, yeah. And he pushed very hard to do this one in-between act, which they do, if you guys don't, it, in between the larger things, they do quick sketches that are 10 seconds to 30 so people can change clothes oh, and yeah, get ready yeah, for yeah, yeah. and he he pushed very hard to do this one thing and everyone's like it's not gonna work and he pushed very hard to do it he's like it's not gonna work and he pushed and pushed and he finally got to do this thing he came out and he pushed a 
remember what you would watch, like a TV on a cart like they would have in school? Oh, yeah. With yeah, like the, the audio seat belt visual, over it, yeah. right? Yeah. To hold it. He pushed it out, and he was like, everybody, um, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm going to – I want to show you guys something. Uh, I understand if you want to leave when I show it to you, when I tell you this. Uh, we'll give you a full refund. We understand. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to stay in, in here, we, we're, we're going to watch – um, I just have to tell you guys, the president of the United States has been shot and killed. <laughs> um, and he's doing it totally serious. Totally serious. That's so totally good. S- and so if you're in the, s- so if you're good. in the audience, you're like, of course, this is, and he's like, uh, this and it's, probably it's like Bill Clinton. Clinton. It's Clinton. Yeah. And he's like, the president's been shot and killed. We're going to watch the news here. If you want to stay and watch the news, well, that's fine. We have phones. If you need to call your family, that's fine. Like I said, we'll give you a full <laughs> refund for the night. Call your family. Um, and then he turned it on and it was just uh, sports bloopers. And he just played sports bloopers. And how I read it, I think it was in that Second City book, yeah, was yeah. everyone left. Everyone oh, left. No. <laughs> like no one was happy that he did it. People were like booing. And he just stood on stage and watched sports bloopers. That's amazing. That's insane. I, I cannot. I love that. I've I, I pitched so many. I cannot. Oh, I just can't fathom. It, now, that, the outrage that would happen would be it wouldn't be uh, end of a chapter in a book about a theater. No, you know it would be I mean? end of a chapter in a career. Twitter would go crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, and like, I don't really remember if it was him, but for some reason, how it is in my head. And I, if it wasn't him, I'm sorry. I just used his name as an example. It sounds all the time, like it but could he's be so him. funny. Yeah. Um, well, we have some. We got some movie stuff and some some other scripts and stuff we want to get to. Okay. We have. Uh, um, you. We've so quickly talked about Indiana Jones Free Gone because I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones wow, movies. That's crazy. I don't know what it is about it that's kept me from ever watching them. Um, I like Harrison Ford. I think Spielberg made them right. Did he make all of them? He produced yeah. all of them, but yeah, he didn't direct all of them. Okay, but he directed any he of them? No, uh, three is... I'm trying to think who did three. Or no, he did one and two, and then three, I think, might be Lawrence Kasdan? Or no. No, no, I'm I, thinking of a... Uh, uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Wait, who did direct three? I don't think it's Spielberg, because I feel like that's too close to... Uh... I think it's Spielberg. Damn, man, I, I, that's my favorite Spielberg movie. Hardcore. <laughs> this is a fun thing to see. Lo- Last Crusade um, is like a seminal movie. Well, I'm going to pull it up right now, and we'll see who did it. That that's like I mean, Sean Connery is hard to pick a favorite Sean Connery role, but that is for me. He, like, is he directed Ra- yeah, Raiders Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, and uh, wow. Kingdom: The Crystal Skull, and he's directing the Untitled. That film. fourth one is not as bad as people make it out to be. <laughs> I'll defend that movie. It's not a good movie, but it's not that bad. All I know. It's better than like National Treasure or any of the Mummy oh, movies. Oh, I like, like National the Treasure. Mummy movies. <laughs> What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area. Look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know, the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um 
you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. So I want to get to, we have a fan script of Indiana Jones. Oh, beautiful. And then I actually one time for a live show did Indiana Jones, and so we're going to read two of those. Wow. But we got we got two of our, our sort of like parlory games here to okay. we'll play. We got a couple Indiana Jones scripts, which I'm excited to do. I only skimmed this fan script, uh, but it's, it's it, it was funny. Nice. Um, so the first game we have is, we, we, we do a game sometimes where we go through... A lot of trivia from an IMDb page, and you guess what movie it's from. Oh, I love it. Uh, but I found uh, a, um, one specific fact that was so insane and so funny. Like, does someone type this out? Because these are users submitting this. So instead, I have th- I have three different facts for three different movies that are specific, and we'll see if you can... I think there are enough information to get it from wow. one. So I'm going to tell you this, this, this trivia fact, and you tell me what movie it's from. Uh, all right, number one. This is the only Best Picture nominee in history to have just two letters in the title. Oh man, it's tough. I can. I'll give you some clues. I'll give you some clues. Two letters in this. Uh, uh, all I can think of is it. It's since two thousand. It's not pie, is it? That wasn't a Best Picture nominee. Good. You were very ready to be upset no, about I'm that. <laughs> I heard Axl Rose actually ran him over with a car. No, it was it was Sebastian Bach. Um, it's a cartoon. That's that's gonna leave me out because I've never I don't wow. watch cartoon movies. Uh, it's up. Oh, uh, that's that's good. Um, okay. Have this, you ever done your your up story on this podcast? I haven't. All right, I don't want to. Can we do that, or is that a bad idea right now? Um. Shoot. It's about okay. Well, it's long. <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever. Did um, you get a blowjob during? No. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was called down. Uh, <laughs> it uh, the when I was in uh, college in Columbia, Todd and I are, went to college in University of Missouri. Okay. Um, I took mushrooms with some friends, and it was the first time I'd ever done mushrooms, and Ooh, really like nice. anything like that. Like I'd gotten high. You hadn't done hallucinogenic. No hallucinogenic or anything like that. Third eye opening for the first right. time. Wow. To the point where like yeah. congratulations. And, and this thing happens, and this is, we'll do a very like abridged version of the, <laughs> the story. Um so these were two people I was friends with, but not like not like super close with. Just some they were bouncers. They were bouncers at the comedy club I was a reservationist at. <laughs> right? That's and yeah. the, the comedy club's called Deja Vu. Okay. Um and so Wow, that sounds like a strip club. People would call all the time and be like who, thinking it's a strip club who's people dance? coming through town it's like, it's a call. they'd be like who's going up tonight I'd be like Greg <laughs> <laughs> and they're like well okay uh, uh, you know cause it, but it is a chain of strip clubs yeah oh yeah um, one of my ex-girlfriends in high school worked at a Deja Vu yeah. well, that's a different story best okay. in comedy for over 20 years in mid-Missouri turn off your cell phones and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys have office party cards on the table if you like the show <laughs> Uh, so we take these drugs and, and I don't really know what it's going to, I have no clue what's going to happen. You nervous? 
I was super nervous. Yeah. But uh, what a great movie! And then to see it also takes a long time to kick in. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so after eventually it kicks in, and I start like I it kicked in while I was like petting a dog, <laughs> and I was like, this is you know. So it's like okay. So we decide uh, we'll go see a movie or something, and we look. This is like. You know, you look on the newspaper because we're in Colombia, and and you see, and we're like, well, up is a cartoon that'll be good. We just think it'll be colorful. We're not expecting any emotional oh toil or anything like that. Yeah. And we we all like pile in the car to go see Up in theaters on mushrooms. We have one sober person with us who had seen Up, who was like very excited for this meltdown. Like, she, <laughs> that's she, so she, cruel. It's so so. She's like, yeah, let's go. It'll be great. No, it's funny. There's a funny bird. Like you know, like the, the balloons are colorful. You guys like that? We go all the way to the theater. We getting tickets to the theater is like insane because I'm just like money is a concept we all agree on. Like I can't pay for a movie ticket while this is happening. And we get in the theater, and without, like, talking to each other, we all just split up. And we were all just, like, sitting alone. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is, like, God. the summer in Missouri. And I start just talking to some kid. And I'm just, like, I'm, like, what's, what's up, man? You like Pokemon? Like, talk. And, like, talking. <laughs> and then I'm, like, I realize after a minute I am too far from this kid to be talking to him. Like, he is, like, 15 seats from me. It's yeah. not like he's at. So I'm just, like, I, you, there's a certain distance you can be. <laughs> To talk to a kid that's not yours, and sure. it's like you have to just be in an elevator with him or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so then this kid's mom switch, sits on the other side of him to be in between. And I saw human I'm shield, like, human shield. And so I start. So movie starts, and I start like losing my mind, like just frying. I mean, it's, it's and I'm like, I'm like, I cannot take it. I put my sunglasses on. I take my sunglasses off. I put them on. I can't take it. I'm freaking out. Uh, I was, <sighs> and I, I eventually just like get so emotionally overwhelmed that I stand up and start screaming about how the movie is like the emotional truth at the core of our being and how are you there for this <laughs> i wish uh, okay. i heard and, about this afterwards it um, is i mean it's true about that movie and yeah it but, is it so is i was like i've never truth. seen this it. is a lot this is everyone needs to and i was like everyone this movie's the truth and i'm yelling and i'm yelling and i'm yelling and then the next thing i know you know my sober friend is ushering me out of the movie theater of course and she has to be like she tells she goes that uh, the movie hadn't started yet. That was a commercial. <laughs> and so, oh my god! I had such like an emotional reaction to a Hyundai commercial that I like stood oh up and started god. screaming. Someone at can't control their highs. No, it was a disaster. <laughs> she was like, there, I was like, but that movie's so sad. She's like, we didn't see, we didn't see. That was a commercial. It was like the, <laughs> Get the it was like the concession stand commercial or Let's something. Let's all go to right. the movie. <laughs> Saw, Which oh is sad. <laughs> I saw a dancing candy bar and had a complete meltdown at the Forum 8 Theater in Columbia, Missouri. I, I have a friend uh, in the 90s, they re-released Disney's Fantasia. Oh, yeah. Uh, back into the theaters. And so him and a couple of his friends decided to take mushrooms and go see Fantasia. <laughs> and uh, so they took the mushrooms about an hour, hour and a half before the movie. They go, they get their tickets, and um, go into the theater, sit down, and the movie starts. And they don't re- what they don't realize is they've gone into the wrong theater, and they are now sitting through Misery. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Which is not even animated. No. They watched the whole movie, oh. not even realizing. Oh, my But my goodness. friend said he was bawling. <laughs> 
He was so terrified. <laughs> I can't think of a movie with more first-person camera shots of the villain. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. That'd be horrifying. And, like, the scariest, most imposing villain that's also realistic and grounded. Yeah. yeah. He said it was horrible. Oh, my God. He said goodness. it was just... Ugh. A nightmare. I can't even know. That movie... That would be well, scary. Also, Fantasia scares me. Yeah, it's a, That's fair. It's a scary movie for it's kids. It's too scary. And then I can't imagine the switch where it is, becomes like one of the oh. scariest performances of all time <laughs> yeah. at you. Yeah. Smashing those at whole you. time. Oh, my God. I'm, I would freak out. So, yeah. Up. Only Best Picture nominee with two letters in the Never title. Never saw it. Uh, I, in fact, I've not seen most... Animated movies. They're pretty good. A lot of the Pixar oh, ones. None of the, the Toy That's Stories, the... none of the Shreks. Oh, wow. None, Toy none Stories are great. Shreks is such a good sentence. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen any of the Shreks. None of the Shreks, none of the prestige Shreks, none nope. of the good Shreks. Nope. Uh, okay, next, next. this is a trivia fact. There's, there's no way you're going to guess this one, but I'll give you a hint that we've already talked about this. This movie briefly came up already in the conversation today. Here's an IMDb fact about this movie I found so funny. In this movie... The good guys in the movie use Google, and the bad guys use Yahoo. <laughs> wow, that is a very interesting it's so specific quirk. and so weird. <laughs> we have talked about it already. In, in here for, for or when second. we were out in there? Here. For like a half second, Todd said it. Oh, man, I don't know what movies I talked about already. Beetlejuice? No, they don't use Google in that. What they don't they have did? Google. What, let's let's lobby for a Beetlejuice uh, re-release where they edit in Google yeah. use somehow. It's actually Google. You have to say Google three times to use it <laughs> to make it work. Google, I haven't Google, seen Beetlejuice, Google. but I know that you. Uh, I don't know. I don't either. Uh, it is National Treasure. Oh wow! That's a, and then this last one wow. is the reason I did this. I saw this IMDb trivia, and I laughed. This was. You can vote on whether or not they're relevant, and this one was like 800 out of 800 said this is relevant. <laughs> this is the second time that January Jones has been cast <laughs> in something that takes place in 1962 opposite an actor with a pork-based name. Clearly. The first time was Mad Men opposite John, John Hamm, Hamm, and then this movie. Uh... Kevin Bacon, right? It's got to be Kevin Bacon. It's Kevin Bacon. Oh, but what is, good job. But what is she in with Kevin Bacon? That's After in 2007, that takes place in 1962. Boy, I don't know. I couldn't I can't it. think of a Kevin Bacon it is piece. Pork based. It is X-Men First Class. Oh, oh yes. yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I couldn't believe that fact. I, I somehow ended up is the best pork yeah, based actor, and I was like, "Well, we got the ham, we got the bacon." That's incredible! Incredible that someone did that and wrote that down, and everyone was like, "Oh yes, trivia." Can I tell you? I'll give you a, a piece of trivia, and you try and tell me what movie. It's yeah, from. definitely. By the way, the trivia is wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but and this is so weird. Uh, I'll tell the story later, but. Uh, in fact, I saw this piece of trivia the night before doing Doug Loves Movies at UCB one night, and he is in the trivia. It says, Doug Benson's favorite movie. And when I, and I just randomly saw it the night before doing it. And so the next night on stage, I said, hey, I saw your favorite movie last night. And he said something, and I was like, no. And I told him this. He's like, that's not my favorite movie. That's a horrible movie. I love that. I love that somebody added that. That was his favorite movie on IMDb. That's that's phenomenal. Um. Okay. Oh, 
So this is what someone claimed to be Doug's favorite movie. And there's no way. Fast Times in Ridgemont High. No. I'm not going to. But it. you're in the actually in the kind of same vein of American movie. Graffiti. Is that it? Almost. Really? American Graffiti X? Two? Yes. Oh, it's no American way. Graffiti 2? Really? Yes. Wait, what a how did you guess thing. American Graffiti? Because you said you're in the same realm as Fast Times. I feel like that's the only... Okay. High school. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, then you're living like days and confused. Wait, and, like, that's crazy that somebody from that movie was like, oh, you know how we're going to get people to get excited about this? I had to be trivia. Doug but Benson that movie is like this. from 1980 or something. <laughs> and... Uh, it's so weird because I love American Graffiti. I do too. And I had never it. seen American Graffiti 2. And so one night I saw that it was on Netflix. I'm like, I'm going to watch American Graffiti 2. Yeah. And I was watching it and I'm like, this is fucking horrible. Because it's three timelines that take place in like three different decades. Oh, yeah. Or not three different decades, but it's three yeah. different Across characters' the... timelines. So one of them is in like uh, hippie uh, San Francisco. Right. So it's all shot like that kind of psychedelic film stock and then there's uh one of the guys is in vietnam so it's shot like a uh, documentary style it's fucking what well that sneeze just came out of nowhere. from it <laughs> um, i'm just allergic to multiple timelines yeah. i have such bad allergies today um so it's just fucking horrible but so i was on imdb going why is this how did this movie even get made? And I'm looking through the trivia, and I come across Doug so Benson's funny. favorite movie. That's amazing. They thought they could hide it in there. That's outstanding. Oh, I, I love that. Nothing could sound less in the vein of the classic original than making American Graffiti 2 have three different times. American Graffiti is very simple. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so it's such good storytelling of just... It, 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 that sounds so much different. It's fucking horrible. Really missed the mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we so we we have two. This is always fun to do. We do we have fans send in scripts, and so we're gonna do uh, two Indiana Jones scripts to close out the episode today. Nice. One of them I have never seen Indiana Jones, and I'll go grab the scripts. Wait, and... we got to do your dad the trailer thing oh, too. Oh, that, that's what we'll end in. All right, say that. Sweet. What a what a have fun. Have to know what she was in the dream sequence um, about. And then so we'll do. I have never seen it, and then we will do uh, a fan who has also never seen it who sent it. In. So let me grab these scripts real quick. Nice. I hope this doesn't spoil Indiana Jones for you, though. <laughs> All right. We'll do... Mine's not as good as theirs, so we'll do mine first. All right. Um, All of them. I like so, that. I have not uh, seen any of the Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> the first character. Um, So I think this one only has three characters. No, four so I'll do the stage directions here. Um, and then who would like to be Indiana? Steve, you could be Indiana. Okay. Todd, you'll be Hat Boy. Hat Boy. Classic uh, Hat Boy. I'll be Greedy. And then, uh, Steve, you can also be Bad Bone. Okay. Wait, no, you talk to yourself a lot. Okay. If you are. Todd, will you be Bad Bone as well? Yeah, oh yeah. All right. Nice. Um, and I think that's everybody. This is my Indiana Jones uh, script. In the uh, interior, sacred Mayan or Egyptian or wherever, you get the picture. It's a temple. We're in a cave slash temple slash pyramid full of treasure and stalactites and stalagmites. <laughs> Painted on the walls of the cave are paintings that are clearly just stereotypes put up there by a rich white guy in the 70s to mimic ancient ruins. <laughs> Enter our hero, hero, Indiana Jones, a rugged, somehow clean-shaven man. 
He's an archaeologist, I think. And you can tell he's an archaeologist by how he carries a whip and a gun. Archaeologist <laughs> tools. He literally smirks at the camera after every line to show off his good looks. Alongside him is his sidekick, a young boy in a baseball cap who is named Hat Boy. Wow, Indiana. I can't believe we crash-landed here right by the cave holding the, um, Ten Commandments or something that we need to get. That was a tough crash. We're lucky we survived. Yeah, I'm not very good at flying planes. <laughs> You may have seen the news. <laughs> uh, so what are we looking for here? We need to find the Ark of the Grail of the Skull before the Nazis do. Nazis are bad? Jesus Christ, Hat Boy. Yes, Nazis are bad. Okay, maybe the Ark of the Grail of the Skull is through here, in this giant opening with a natural pedestal with something on it. Indiana and Hatboy walk through the giant opening in the cave. As they walk in, a gun is placed to Indiana's chest. It's Greedy, a Nazi foot soldier. He's like a regular foot soldier, but he has a green Pepe frog head. Indiana <laughs> <What>? is... <laughs> Indiana is calm despite the gun being pointed at him. Greedy says something in German. Random music that is inconsequential and not from anything else is playing in the room. Yes, Greedo, as the matter as a matter of fact, I was just going to see your boss. Tell Hitler that I've got his money. It's too late. You should have paid him when you had the chance. Hitler's put a price on your head so large that every bounty hunter and wherever we are will be looking for you. I'm lucky I found you first. Indiana is extremely relaxed. Yeah, but this time I've got his money. If you give it to me, I might forget I saw you. Indiana is casually and confidently nonchalant. He slowly runs his hand down to his gun. I don't have it with me. Hitler's done with you. He has no time for smugglers who drop their shipments at the first sign of an uh, Nazi car. <laughs> Indiana's hand is now gripping the gun, his conversation purely a distraction at this point. Even I get boarded sometimes. You think I had a choice? You can tell that to Hitler. He may only take your Indiana Jones plane. Over my dead body. That's the idea. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have. Indiana pulls the trigger and shoots and kills Greedy. He clearly shot first. The entire room freezes. Indiana Indiana looks over and Hat Boy is tied up by a gun, by tied up by a guy who is wearing a bunch of bones. This is Bad Bone. He's standing, guarding the Ark of the Grail of the Skull, which is what Indiana Jones wants. Bad Bone laughs maniacally. Oh, my bad. No, Todd, you're Bad Bone. Oh, nice. <laughs> you will never get the Ark of the Grail of the Skull. I am going to kill your sidekick. Badbone does some generic ceremony thing and pulls Hatboy's heart out of his chest. Ouch! Badbone eats Hatboy's heart. Damn it! <laughs> Indiana Got you, Hatboy. <laughs> Indiana starts to run over to save Hatboy, but he steps on the rake and that flies up and hits him in the face. <laughs> oh, rake! Rakes! Why did it have to be rakes? This pun is so awful that it literally melts Hatboy's face off. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, my face! No, hat boy! Now I'll have now now I'll have to cast Shia LaBeouf. Everyone sc screams at once. <laughs> no! no! There's a beat. Everyone just sort of standing there. Indiana remembers he has a gun and he shoots Bad Bone. Hitler walks in. Indiana shoots him before he can say anything. <laughs> am I saying LOL <laughs> I or am I actually laughing out? I'd be funny if Indiana Jones said LOL. LOL. Indiana makes his way to the Ark of the Grail of the Skull. He takes a beat and realizes it might be a trap. He needs something as a counterweight. He looks up. He gruesomely cuts off Hatboy's head and lifts it up. It'll do, he thinks. Well, shit, maybe I could have cut off 
bad guy's head instead of my friend. Oh, well, he shrugs. <laughs> he takes a breath and then removes the Ark of the Grail of the Skull and puts the severed head in its place. This seems okay. Then suddenly, click, he's triggered the trap. Fuck. A wall moves and a giant boulder starts rolling towards Indiana. It's going to crush him. But rather than running the same direction as the boulder, which would be absolutely stupid, Indiana just moves perpendicular to the boulder and it rolls by. He's all fine and he killed Hitler earlier. Cut to black. Nice. That's a great movie right there. <laughs> Not far off. Yeah. I feel like I knew a lot about it. I feel like there was a lot more. The second one is the worst one of the three, and you really nailed that one on the head, so that's good. Okay. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, I don't know what happens. I know the ball... I know the heart pulling the out of the ball. chest. The, yeah, the ball. I'm like <laughs> the second the, the one is all about boulder. like voodoo stuff. Okay, and, eating monkey um, brains. And I think there's hearts. Nazis in one of them. There's Nazis in all of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. It's a good common theme. We're rolling Indiana Jones Part Two here. Oh shit. This one. We're not going to Delhi, doll. We're going to Pancot Palace. <laughs> uh, and then I two. just had dumb fun and. Uh, Wanted to do the scene from Star Wars. Oh, uh, obviously. And you got to... Durr. Sorry to uh, Harrison Ford for making fun of his plane crash, but... <laughs> which, which one? <laughs> yeah, he's got multiple. Yeah. If you keep surviving plane... This is such an aside, but what a life Harrison Ford has lived. Oh, tremendous. You guys ever see when David Blaine does a magic trick for him? Yes. It's so crazy. Get the fuck out of he my house. He tells him to get the fuck out of his house. That's awesome. David Blaine like, <laughs> makes a card appear in like an orange, and it ruins Harrison Ford's day. That's awesome. Yeah, That's incredible. He's clearly stoned. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck awesome. out of my house. Oh, get the man. fuck out. <laughs> okay, so we have a, a, a second uh, a fan script here, also Indiana Jones, which um, was sent to us by Chrissy Boy, and so... We will go ahead, and this is Indiana Jones and the Cursed Ruby. Uh, my father was Mr. Boy. Call me Chrissy. Call me Chrissy Boy. <laughs> um, so who wants to? We have sidekick guy, Indiana Jones, British woman, and wise. Oh, he has characters. Uh, descriptions up here at the top. This is incredible. So characters, Indiana Jones. Uh, Steve, you want to Indiana Jones it again? Sure. Keep rolling Gotta right stick through. stick to the canon, right? Sure. Uh, smart, classically beautiful British woman who calls Indiana Jones on his shit and always gets the last word in when they do their witty exchanges, which means Indiana Jones love, which makes Indiana Jones love her, but not want to admit it because he's a stoic guy who's uncomfortable expressing vulnerability freely. That's the Kate Capshaw. Uh, I'll, I'll do that. I was the I was British say, that's definitely uh, you. Uh, mom in the script earlier. Sidekick guy who doesn't really want to be an adventurer and scares easy and isn't as handsome as Indiana Jones. That sounds like a hat boy to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is an all-time character name for me, Wise Snake. <laughs> uh, who this wants to be Wise Snake? Book. I'll take Wise Snake. You'll be Wise jungle Snake. I don't crossover. know why Wise Snake is such a good back-to-back words. Wise Snake and Bad Bones should have a spin-off movie together. Oh, my God, yeah. I'd watch that. Um, Wisey and the Bones. Yeah. That sounds like a Stephen Malkmus song. <laughs> um, okay, and I'll, do, I'll get our, our stage directions here. This is Indiana Jones and the Cursed Ruby. Just sounds like one. Yeah, this could be a real movie. Exterior, day, rickety old bridge. Indiana Jones, British woman, and sidekick guy stand on the side of a rickety bridge, intending to cross. Indiana Jones tentatively takes a step onto the first old plank, which snaps and falls into the canyon's hungry maw. (laughs) Well, that's that. It was nice knowing you, Indiana Jones, and you too, British woman. He sweatily shakes both of their hands. If you need me, I'll be back at the village. Sidekick guy turns and tries to leave, but Indiana Jones, eyes still on the bridge, reaches behind him and palms sidekick guy's head and (laughs) twists his wrist 180 degrees, rerouting him back to his original position by Indiana Jones' side. 
Uh oh, me got turned around like a freaking U-turn. <laughs> me got <laughs> turned around. <laughs> I hope you have a plan. We cross the bridge. Satisfied? Nope. Add me to the list of women you can't satisfy. <laughs> Indiana Jones' silence here is louder than the shrieks of those Nazi face-melting ghosts from one of the movies. <laughs> Bazinga! That's gonna linger! <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones' eyes narrow on the thick ropes of the rickety bridge. Those ropes look pretty strong. Sidekick Cut and British woman look at each other with concerned faces. Smash cut to wide shot of rickety bridge with the three of them hanging upside down, hands and feet locked, inching along like little monkeys. <laughs> I'm scared, Indiana Jones. I'm very scared. Can we please go back to the village now? If we leave now, we can catch last call at that weird bar populated entirely by angry and burly sword-carrying men wearing only vests and puffy MC Hammer pants. Stop whining and start praying. What? We don't go back without that cursed ruby. You know I really want. You boys and your cursed rubies. The three reach the middle of the rickety bridge when a wise snake slithers along the thick rope and approaches Indiana Jones's hand. Oh, wow. This is a real snake. It's a talking snake. Yeah. I love this. Snakes. Why'd it have to be snakes? Come on, Jones. Don't let us down now. Conquer this fear of yours. No. I'm not going to shake the rope and try to make the snake fall down. Don't do it, Indiana. Oh, I am going to shake the rope and try to make (laughs) the snake. Oh, and that's not even my line next. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it, Indiana Jones. You might make us fall down instead of the snake. Indiana Jones closes his eyes and... Concentration. Snakes or friends, he thinks. Snakes or for snake or friends. The camera gets in tight on his scrunched eyes as a single tear slips out his strong adventurer eye and inches down his cheek. When it gets halfway, kind of like how they're halfway across the bridge, huh? Ooh. <laughs> Wise snake enters frame and licks the tear from his cheek, then waits patiently for him to open his eyes. You, but I hate you. And I hate you, But today is a day for reconciliation. (laughs) It's like G.I. Joe. Whatever do you mean, Mr. Snake? I'm clearly about to explain what I mean. Can you give a brother (laughs) a second, Indiana Jones? My kind and adventurers, the likes of you have been at war for thousands of reptilians. One thousand today. It has been foretold that on this day, the tear of adventure will soak the forked tongue of anti-adventure, and our war will finally come to an end. But what about those cursed rubies I really want? Forget about the rubies. This is more important than rubies. Indiana Jones shakes the thick rope, and the wise snake falls into the canyon (laughs) with a fading hiss. Sidekick guy and British woman return from bracing themselves and look to Indiana Jones expectantly. Indiana Jones whips his head back to them with a grin. Ruby time, <laughs> baby. Oh, this should have been going when the snake with the snake oh, like I a snake have rattle. Done that. Yeah, well, it's from the top. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say that that also, much like your script, was definitely better than Indiana Jones too. <laughs> Chrissy Boy should produce that. Uh, it was nice. I like the Chilled snake. monkey brain. It is funny that the it's fun to think of the snake just being like, I'm sentient, so why don't we could get along? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, is we, Chrissy Boy related to Pepsi Boy? I, I feel like I remember that from a, from a past show of yours. Oh, uh, Pepsi Boy. I think distant cousins. Nice, but for legal reasons, no. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> so we've come to the end here, and what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up with guess what movie trailer Kyle said, describing <sighs> having had only watched the trailer, never having heard of the movie. The best. And so if we remember, we uh, she has she's finally there, 
In the dream place. In the dream place. There's got to be pausing in here because this is way too long of a clip. But we're going to let it go. Okay. <laughs> so she finally made it. The dream place. She can't believe she's there. He's got a gun. And before she can get out of the car, it looks like another car hits them. People are talking on the phone. The girl is still missing. It'll be just like in the movies. This is a movie. They're in a bizarre place. She doesn't know where she was going. Blue lights, red lights, unfinished rooms. Everyone seems to have a secret. Everyone is whispering. People freaking out. People too calm. The day is getting stranger. <laughs> I think that's the end. Yeah, now it's uh, just... I'll watch that movie. What was that? Is that a... Uh... Is this current or is this old? Uh, I, Let me... I'll even tell you, give you a decade here. I think it is early 2000s. I mean, there aren't any guns in Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind, but that's no, the first we've done that one. That was is it like Strange Days? No. Uh, yeah, two, early 2000s. Is that a... Uh... Boy, that car crash, that threw me off. You can ask... Oh, oh it... no. Vanilla, give... Vanilla Sky? No, but we're living in the right tone. I don't. I'm not. I don't the know. Original sure. Sky, the original Vanilla Sky, the Spanish version. Uh, yes. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the uh, uh, I'll tell you the place that she's glad she finally is is Los Angeles. Mulholland Drive. It is Mulholland Whoa. Drive. No way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. David Lynch. That's incredible. Yeah. This David one, uh, Lynch. When I listen, it's so bizarre. But the trailer is so bizarre. It, the movie yeah. is so fucking bizarre. I would say bizarre. that trailer was less weird than the movie is. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll watch it. That's a never seen it for you? That's a never seen it I for me. I would love to watch somebody try to write Mulholland Drive. <laughs> it actually incredible. sounds like your dad recited that to David Lynch, and David Lynch just made the movie. <laughs> Wrote a based whole on screenplay yeah. based on that. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> I like where you're going with this. I think I'll make a movie. <laughs> right after I do my meditation. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, thank you guys. Thanks, Steve, for, yeah, for letting us know about American Werewolf in London. You bet. My um, pleasure. And if you want to let everyone know where to find you or some stuff you got going on. You find on. me on Instagram and all the social networking platforms at, uh, at Steve Ag. Great. Yeah. yeah. You can find me at, at Colonel Sklar, and I, for once, can actually plug something on this podcast. My last movie, Awful Guys, Nice. Guys, this is all the time we had. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, no my last movie, Awful Nice, uh, is finally uh, available on Amazon Prime. So if you're nice. a Prime member, you can enjoy 10% off at Whole Foods on special sale items and watch Awful Nice for free. Delightful. <laughs> so there you go. Let's really, we need to drive some business. Amazon that was more of a plug for Amazon Prime than it was for Awful Nice. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys. And if you want to write a script for our show, if you're listening, send it to neverseenitshow at gmail.com. Uh, just three or four pages. We actually, it could be one page. It could be a description. We don't care. We'll play around with it. So uh, never seen a show, gmail.com. And thank you for listening. If you like the show and you want more episodes or live show footage, or I sync up some movie trailers with my dad's audio, or episodes of my previous podcast, Faking a Murderer, where I talk to people for eight hours about making a murder without telling them I've never watched it, uh, <laughs> you can check it all out on the Patreon for the show. It's patreon.com slash never seen it. Thank you guys for listening.
Show. <laughs>